Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Producer Michael is joining us as well. Hello. Now, look, I got a bit of a situation going on at Carrie's. Um, I'm spending obviously quite a lot of my time there. I don't think I'm allowed to start calling it my house yet, mm. but look, that's probably a conversation that needs yes, to happen. Hundred percent. But what we'll do is, for the purposes of this, I'll say we've got a bit of trouble going on at home. Yeah. There is a bit of trouble going on at home. You can own a house, but not a home. Yeah, yeah. And this is a home. And you also very much can own a home. Yeah, 100%. I don't. And I don't. They sort of call them homeowners. Yeah, 100%. But look, the problem that is happening here is one that I didn't think I would ever be faced with. And that is Sophie's Choice Style. I've picked a favourite. All right? Okay. I've picked a favourite. I've had had to make an impossible decision. Okay. And it's not with humans, thank God. Oh, it's not the nine or six-year-old? No, it's not at all. It's not at all. (laughs) It's our two golden retrievers, Star Mm. and Cosmo. Now, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you know that Star was very much on the scene before I started dating Carrie, whereas Carrie and I got Cosmo together. Yeah. And Cosmo's like about 14 months old at this point. So she is... Very painful right yeah. now. She is tearing things up. She is Those chewing are it. It's it's awful. Like yeah. it is awful. She's turned into a little different dog. Yeah. Basically, is what's happened. Um, and what is really going on that is not acceptable to me is she is very much jockeying for alpha status between her and Star. She's trying to dominate her old sister. She's bossing Star around and barking at her and snapping at her and like just saying basically, this is my house She's a moody team. (laughs) I don't want this to continue. Yeah. Um, and I am very, very disappointed to see that Star's just copping it. She's like, yeah, whatever. It's fair. I probably deserve this. And I'm like, no, Star, you were here first. <laughs> and I'm just that, but you're significantly bigger <laughs> yeah. than Cosmo. Like, why are you putting up with this? Give me the ages again. So Star is three and yeah. Cosmo's 14 months old. <laughs> 14 months. But you've seen them. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. Cosmo yeah, yeah. is about three quarters the size of Star. I'm just trying to equate it to, like, human years. So, so Cosmo, if dog years are seven years, yeah. and then 14 months, add a couple of years, call it, call Cosmo 10 or 11? Yeah, so maybe? well, maybe yeah. Getting, yeah, getting... So a 10-year-old's bossing around a, a 21-year-old. Year old, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying it's like she's got all this attitude and she doesn't really know what to do with it. And the 21-year-old's like, I've been there, I've done that. And it's like, you know how when you get older and then your siblings start doing stuff that used to really oh, annoy you and you're just like, like oh, water off a duck's back. Yeah, you're like, I get to do all this other stuff, so whatever. All right. Okay, that's an interesting way of looking at it because that's calmed me down a little bit. The star's sort of just wise. Because I don't think you want to hear my other reasoning. (laughs) I think most frogs could dominate star. (laughs) (laughs) I think if she walked... She's a beautiful girl, I think if she walked behind a few ants, she'd start thinking she was one of them. (laughs) So yeah, I don't. Star I definitely. Most rocks could tame your this dog. is this is certainly a very de- a specific reference, but Star is much more Doug from Up than yeah. Cosmo is. She's a beautiful idiot. Yeah, she is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. There's no doubt about yes, that. Yeah. But she's very good natured, and Cosmo's taking advantage of that. Yeah, she and is. What happened this morning was the final straw for me because I have to let them out to wee, and then I let I bring them back in, but I have to lure them back in with treats. Yeah, and I only had one treat this morning, and Star Cosmo. Cosmo, to her credit, comes in every single time. Yeah, she's, she's excited. She's about excited it. that humans are wanting to. do. Sars seen it all, so she's like, "I need the treat to come back inside." Yeah. So I decided I'm divvying up the one treat to Star, mm-hmm. and on the way back in, Cosmo, the two the two girls sat next to each other, and Cosmo ripped the treat out of my hand. Wow! And Star Ooh. and Star was just like, "Yeah." She's dominating you as well. This is getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand, and for that reason. 
131060 is the number to call this morning if you'd like a 14-month-old gold retriever. <laughs> we are giving her away this morning. You can get on the phone right now. I'm glad you're at least giving away the one you adopted yeah. together. <laughs> Ned, taking a little bit of a look at the aviation industry this morning, mm. uh, apparently some, some situations going on with fuel distribution at airports around Australia could be causing some delays, so oh. we'll have to wait and see. Um, Good luck if you've got a uh, flight booked any time in the future. Yep. Fingers crossed for you. I know how much it sucks. Aircraft refuelers are going on strike, by the way. Oh, so right. They're obviously wanting better pay conditions, yeah. but I say to pilots, welcome to the real world. Yeah. Uh, I, people haven't been filling up at service stations in Australia for a long time. <laughs> yeah, we, lost, we lost the bowels of people a long time ago. <laughs> so now this is going to be the beginning of pilots having to pump their own gas, I think. Yeah, they're finally reaching the 1960s, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, what's happening. Someone, you don't flick someone a dime. Sorry, and they... <laughs> it's a very complicated issue and I'm mocking it and I apologise. Yeah. Uh, but you know what, speaking of airports, apparently over in the UK, they're ditching the 100 mil liquid rule. Oh, God, that's so annoying. I'm yeah. glad about that. Yeah, so essentially, like, if you want to bring anything that's liquid into your bag, it's got to be less than 100 mils, which is nothing, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it really is a very small amount of liquid. Yeah. And they're getting rid of the rule. Now, the rule was in place because in 2006, a terrorism plot was foiled using liquid explosives. Yeah. So, I mean, it was in there for a pretty good very reason. Very necessary. Very good reason. But apparently, they've obviously worked out the likelihood statistics, or maybe they've worked out a way to, to test for a liquid yeah, explosive. maybe in the x-ray machines or and something. The, the reason I say they've solved the problem is because they going to want to have because London, the airport there has announced they're getting rid of the 100 mil rule mm. and it's now a 2 litre rule. <gasps> that's too much. You can now take a 2 litre Sprite bottle yeah. on the plane and they can go, well, yeah, no, that's fair. That's Whatever. Too, that's too much. You can start get, um, doing your own yeah. drink service. Yeah. You can take that much liquid on a plane now. I don't. Start getting your own <laughs> trolley yeah. and going through the aisle going, this is yeah. taking too long. Yeah. Does anyone want some Coke yeah. Zero? I've got two litres of it. Even if it's not liquid explosive, you can do a lot of damage with two litres of fizz, any yeah. sort of liquid. Fizz up some Raspberry Fanta. Oh, that's exactly. going to look like a massacre has occurred. Yeah, exactly. Um, th- yeah, someone walks in with like a Diet Coke and some Mentos. Yeah. Like, no, oh, no, 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 no. That will blow the roof off this How lid. upset must other airports be? Because yeah. other airports are going to, they can't just today decide not to do this rule anymore. So. And they'll have the flow on effect because people will be leaving Heathrow and coming to their airports. 100%, but not just that. We all now, as the general public, know that the 100 mil rule doesn't really have to exist yeah. anymore. Like, we all know that, <laughs> yeah. and it could be two litres. So when we're told to throw out expensive aftershave or anything like that, we're not going to want to. Yeah, exactly right. You're just going to be like... <laughs> Give me as much stuff. I'm going to take start taking like hot water bottles full of water yes. home. Exactly. Other airports for their own security, yeah. for their own peace of mind, should have been like Heathrow, fifty mils. Just, Just up it by yeah. fifty. It doesn't and then have we'll to up be up it by fifty next week, yeah. and then next week, and then next week until by next year it's two liters. Yeah. Give us a chance to catch up. Not people going to Tokyo and being like, God, I I just want to remember my holiday here. Let me take some of this koi pond with me. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> no, that's too much. It's so amazing to me. This is exact, and I know why this isn't going to work, and it's going to cause frustration because it's exactly the same as when some airlines were still telling you to turn off your phone, oh, and others yeah. were letting you have Wi-Fi in the plane. <laughs> it was like, go for gold. Well, which is it? All right, I'm going to follow one rule and one rule only. (laughs) Ned, there has been a massive, massive discovery um, of 24 uh, skeletons. We're talking millennia ago. Yep, human remains. These are from, these are essentially fossilized at this point, and they're very, very interested in it, the scientific community, because these. There are about 24 people that they've found um, from millennia ago. And what they've discovered is they're pretty confident that these humans that have been found in Europe are potentially some of the first people to ever, ever Mm. ride a horse. 
Wow. How do they know? So, I'm glad you've asked because I have read this article. (laughs) They've said that basically what happens is your hip abductor muscles have to clench onto the side of a horse if you're going to ride a horse. Okay, right. And they've not found a lot of skeletons that show an indication of a build-up of those muscles um, in this particular time period. And these skeletons do have that going on, so they would assume that this could very well be the earliest discovery of human skeletons where they're pretty confident they were riding horses. Wow, that's incredible. Wow. It is amazing. That it's actually a, is insane. It's amazing that we're at a point of science now where we can work things like that out. And yeah. I think that's amazing. I also think that without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, mm. when we work out how to bring people back, yeah. we use these people's skeletons and they are the first people we bring back. Yeah, well, what do you think that they will supply us? What the hell made you look at a horse and go, <laughs> I should jump on that thing's back yeah. and use it as my mode of transportation? Yeah. I bet you that'll get me from point A to point B. Because these human beings are yeah. obviously the most forward-thinking humans ever. Because I would be... This is what I've always thought about horse riding. Yes. Every time I've seen someone ride a horse... I've ridden a horse. Yeah. It seems like the scariest thing. It does seem terrifying. I don't understand how we've gotten horses to agree to this contract. Like, it's amazing to me. And these... These humans might have been some of the first to do it. Yeah. I want to know what went through their minds. Oh, I'd like to at least bring them back and just show them, because I'm sure a bunch of new animals have dropped over the last millennium. So, like, <laughs> show them all the new animals we have and be like, any of these you reckon Did about you have riding? ponies? Yeah. Would that have been an easy yeah. way to start with the horse riding thing yeah. rather than going straight to wild, full-grown horses? <laughs> we have these kangaroos. Do you reckon we should ride those or no? I what do you reckon? Can, an emu? I cannot believe yeah. that this is a discovery that's been made. It's because incredible. for me, this is... Is one of those questions. You know how you always have those questions in your head of like, when, who was the first person to look at a cow and, go, and reckon, I, bet you, I could drink I that. Put some fire over the top of yeah. that. I probably could, you know, drink eat, that. Eat it. Well, eat oh, it. Eat it. <laughs> You're thinking about milk. I'm thinking about steak. <laughs> You know what the funny thing about that is? Yeah. It does show you that I'm willing to eat anything yeah. for breakfast and you're pretty keen on cereal. Yeah, and I just like some cereal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bare minimum Mondays, Ned. Yes. This is a phrase that I've been hearing a lot lately. There's a Saturday Night Live sketch about it. It's all, it's all been happening lately, this bare minimum Mondays concept. Exactly right. Would you like to explain it? Or would you like me to? I think you explain what you think it is. Yeah. Because I just read an article okay. based on somebody who's very, very into this, very yes. behind it. So you give me your version and I'll give you like the more nuanced version. It's similar to quiet quitting where you slowly just start doing less and less and less on a Monday, essentially conserving, conserving your energy for the rest of the week. Yeah. Because I don't know where, and I mean, I guess it was worse before, but I don't really know where we... Who signed the deal of five days on, two days off? Yeah. I think it's actually involved Henry Ford. And before yes. then, it was just it was work seven all the time. And that's why I mean, time. I understand yeah. it was like, yeah. well, it's a lot better now. But I'm saying, I don't know, five to two doesn't seem right. So we people are. are essentially kind of trying to claim back a third day a little bit. There have been huge, huge, massive, successful pilot tests for a four-day working week. Yes. All around the country. Corporations have been doing European it. European countries. Some countries have been doing yeah. it. It's been successful. It's shown more productivity in the long run. Um, you and I have often said that because... Because this radio show is a companion media yeah. for people, what we're going. COVID taught me as a radio announcer that until everyone is doing four-day work weeks, we we're not. doing yeah. five-day work weeks. Yeah, so <laughs> I want this to come quickly. Yes. That's what I want. But bare minimum Mondays is a little less about that and more about like preserving your own sanity. Yeah, so they're okay. talking about basically the concept would be anything that's, quote, a wishful thinking task. Yeah. Like something that's blue sky thinking.
thinking, yeah. don't even consider no, doing no. that on a Monday. No. You are doing the things that keep the lights on on a Monday, yep. and that's it. You're filling out paperwork. You're essentially dotting I's and crossing T's. That's it. Anything that can be, there's no deadline today yeah. or even tomorrow yeah. does not happen on a Monday. Yeah. And I love that idea. I like it too. Do you think, and this is a little bit out of left field, but I, do you think that, like, okay, so let's say 10 years from now, we make Monday uh, like a holiday. So it's just, yeah, like it's going to be this week coming yeah. up. It's going to be Canberra Day. We don't work Monday. Exactly right. But that's just universal. All right. Every that's, week. That's everywhere in, on planet Earth. We all Pardon. have Friday, Saturday, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. That makes me so happy. It would be great, wouldn't it? Would future generations be completely confused by Garfield? Oh, because he doesn't like Mondays. They're like, why the hell does he hate the end of the weekend? Nah, because you could rework Garfield pretty easily to just Tuesdays. be like, no, 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 he hates Mondays because it's the last day of the weekend. <laughs> you know, he knows work's yeah. coming back on a Tuesday. I'll be honest, it never really made sense to me. I'm like, you're cat. What are you doing? No, he does nothing. He does nothing. He eats you lasagna. eat lasagna yeah. all day, which should have killed you by now. He doesn't so. seem to like John that much either. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not around on a Monday. <laughs> Garfield should love Mondays. If anything, it should be the, a reprieve for you. I'm all on board for bare minimum Monday. Only one adjustment. Make yeah. it Wednesday. You just want a, a midweek break? Well, the thing I can do is pretty confidently come in on a Monday, feeling yeah. rested after two days and be excited to punch through. But on a Wednesday, I want it to be the weekend so badly. Yeah. So I'm thinking we do like a Wednesday, just a, just a bare minimum Wednesday. I don't mind it, but I know you well enough. Obviously, we've been friends for near on a decade. Uh, it, that would become, oh, I'll just take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, I reckon. There's no way you're coming back to work after a chill day on a Wednesday to come back to work on yep. Thursday and Friday. That's a very good point. And the reason you know that's a very good point <laughs> yeah. is because this year with Easter and annual leave. Yeah. It looked like a beautiful mind in here. I was drawing on yeah, windows yeah, yeah. trying to work out how much leave I could get <laughs> for a few public holidays. <laughs> Josh, there is a part of uh, the job that we both do where sometimes people will like drop us off stuff to just try and kind of like taste a product and be like, hey, if you want to mention how good it is on air, uh, you're not allowed to do that. So, <laughs> and I'll be I'll be quite clear. Yeah. Uh, we d we never solicit this. We no, never no, no, really no. ask for it. Like once I was actually, uh, and I have more tomato sauce in my diet than yeah. probably the nearest ten people combined. Yeah. Um. And we, I was sort of ragging on the fact that I couldn't find Heinz anywhere. Yeah. And I was I was not being very favourable. No, no, no. And Heinz sent us a bunch of ketchup. Yeah, and I was like, like, God, stop your complaining. <laughs> I'm also angry that I don't have $4 million. <laughs> and then nothing happened. Yeah. But the point this is... this is a company called $4 million. We don't have this happen to us a lot, but yeah. when it does, it's a nice perk. Now, a thing that happens quite a bit is that um, people drop off chocolate because chocolate's a very easy thing. You can taste it. Everyone loves it. Rada, yep. rada. Robin no, Road no chocolates. Exactly. All these different companies around Australia, yes. Sometimes we get chocolates or sometimes they get dropped off at work and I don't like chocolate at all. So they always go to you. Um, every Christmas, every Secret Santa, sorry. Uh, seemingly, I I could not, I'd say it at nauseum to the point where I know it drives you insane about how much I talk about how much I don't like chocolate. It's one of the well-known things about you. Yes. People, when they meet us, go, which one of you doesn't like chocolate? Every year for Secret Santa, doesn't matter who I get, will always get me a box of favourites and it'll always go to Josh and I don't even for a little bit feel bad about it. I love it. Yes. I love the fact that you this happens to you because it is just non-stop benefit-a-thon for it's me. It's just straight I, to you. I get free chocolate. Yesterday, I had this happen to me. Not chocolate. Well, why didn't I say the chocolate? Oh, not chocolate. Sorry. Something that I love and you don't care for and I was like, this is how Josh has been living. 
Yesterday, a place in uh, Canberra called uh, Cafe Blanco, they came up to us and they were like, hey, there's, here's some like small coffees mm. if you want some. They like, didn't know what you wanted, so we just made you long blacks and we gave you two different blends. Gave me two coffees. Oh, and they're like, I Don't see. Know, you guys want these? I see. So I... you were given two coffees. One was expressly meant for me. Yes, I downed one and then drank the other one on the way home and I was like, this is living. And this is how Josh gets around day to day. Josh is going around getting chocolates just given to him. He's getting double the amount he thinks he's getting. Yeah. And I'm here to say that it, I'm putting a stop to it. If you would like chocolate, you have to present me a coffee. That is, yeah, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bet. Because so, so far it's just been, a, there's been no quid pro quo. I've just been giving you chocolate. As you say, I yeah. don't like coffee. So yes. this is actually the perfect one for one analogy of every time you've been getting chocolate, you've been giving it to me. Yeah. Now you were given a coffee expressly meant for me. Yes. You've kept it for yourself. Yes. The difference here, I would think, is okay. that uh, I was not aware of this coffee. Yeah. Um, you were always aware of the chocolate. Yeah. And I'm aware when you get chocolate. Yeah. So it's a lovely gesture. Uh-huh. But you just essentially stole a coffee from well. me yesterday. <laughs> I think... If I'd been aware of the coffee yeah. and said, mate, you can have mine, I don't <clears> want it. Um, that's obviously how your system works with the chocolate. Yeah, that's I've how never, I... I've never just gone to your desk and stolen <laughs> chocolate that was meant for you before you presented it to me. Yeah. I think you owe me about $4. Yeah. I think that's actually what's happened. What about instead, because obviously you're such a big coffee fan, I'll just go upstairs and make you one. And I used to be a barista, so it would be really nice. It would be better than anyone in the building. I'll go and make you a long black. How's that sound, mate? Just get me a Mars bar. Nah. Just get me a Mars <laughs> bar. I don't think so at all. <laughs> Now, Ned, mm. here's a quick question to you. Mm. You don't tend to sound too interested ever in going on a cruise. No, it just doesn't really have a lot of appeal to me. I more just enjoy getting to where I want to go. As mm-hmm. opposed, I, I don't, in every other facet of life, I don't think this, yep. but just for travel, it's not about the journey. It's about the destination. Quick question to you, though. Your girlfriend Sam's going on a cruise. Would you, if she was like, I love cruising. Cruising's yeah. now a thing for me. We're going to be a cruise couple. Mm. Would you get on board? Would you believe it if somebody you care about was yeah. like, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread? Tell you what I'd do. I would say, because I've not really ever done it. So I'm yeah. like, I don't, I'm not really speaking from, I just doesn't have any appeal to me. I'd do it once. I certainly would not become a <laughs> what did cruise you say? couple. A cruise couple. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't become a cruise couple, but I'd give it one. Crack. So I'm like, maybe if if this person is like singing its praises, maybe there's something I'm missing. Well, can I just say quickly, mm. um, that probably eliminates you from what I've discovered this morning, which is a $90,000 ticket for a three-year cruise. Wow. You would live on this cruise ship. It's Life at Sea Cruises, and they've opened bookings up. What's going to be happening is in eight months' time, they're going to launch and for ninety, so for basically thirty thousand dollars a person per year, mm. you get to go to three hundred and seventy-five ports around the world. Wow! You would see all seven continents and one hundred and thirty-five countries. I would imagine so. Like the seven continents isn't that impressive because it's like, oh, we just stopped in and yep. whatever. But the port thing's very impressive. One hundred and thirty-five countries get to see. Let me just Machu Picchu, uh, the Taj Mahal. Pyramids of Giza, Great Wall of China. This is all going to be ticked off. I and thought Machu Picchu was very much landlocked. Hut, well, no, this is it. You oh, get you off. get off and you then get you go. Yeah. They don't <laughs> sail the cruise ship. Uh, uh, guys, get off. We're on top of Machu Picchu. Guys, as we've described, <laughs> yeah. the wheels are going to pop yeah. out of the bottom of the cruise ship now. And that, that process <laughs> takes a good four days. So you guys have all seen 2012. Yeah. For some, somehow, we're, we're on top of Machu Picchu. I will say this is a little much. 103 tropical islands. 103 tropical islands. Now, I'm saying every island, of course, can have its own unique vibe and, yeah, and flavour and very exciting, but still, at the same time, 103 of them. You're probably at the end of the day like, you know what? 
let's let's enough because I there's not enough to explore here. We're yeah. stopping too quickly. I would ha- much rather they just like cull it down to the to the top fifty. <laughs> let's, get just, a, let's get a list. Yeah, let's get just, a Spotify wrap. Yeah, put, yeah. Someone get in contact with Watch Mojo and get them to put together yep. a top fifty islands list and just take me to those. I don't need to go to the other sixty three. One hundred thirty thousand miles over the three years. So this is huge. Is $30,000 a year mm. to live as a human being actually a pretty good deal? It actually is incredible. Because think about it, that's meals, yep. that's accommodation. Yep. I think travel, booze would be on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, you're talking about $30,000 a year to be alive. Yes, that's so cheap. Think about it. It yeah. actually it seems like a lot of money, but it's really not. No, and then at the yeah, end of yeah. the day, you're also getting... A trip around the world. Exactly right. You're seeing the world. That's very, very exciting. As we mentioned, to 103 <laughs> tropical islands. <laughs> Ned, Josh. very, very much needing to hear about this cat that's changing the tide for snooty cats all around the world. I've, um, I'm not, I'm not definitely not an anti-cat person, but I'm far more of a dog person. I like cats, yep. um, especially when you can earn their trust. It feels like you really have tamed a lion or like some kind of wild animal. It is like convincing a little lion yeah. that you're okay. You probably should be in charge, which exactly. is an amazing honour. I've had um, probably th- I've had three cats throughout the span of my life, yep. um, growing up and stuff, and they've all sort of had varying degrees of like just stay out of my way. Yeah, I want nothing to do with you. This is essentially a warm place where I get to sleep, and sometimes people feed me. Um, but, yeah, there's a cat who's turning this all around in Pleasant Valley, America. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It's El Dorado County. But there was a guy who fell down a seasonal waterfall into, like, a mm-hmm. river or whatever. Police couldn't find him or whatever. And they were doing a search. There was a cat that was their family cat was, like, meowing for the uh, first responders and led them to where this guy had fallen into the uh, waterfall. Yeah, right. So he's, he's literally he's like Lassie. He's he like is a cat like Lassie. Lassie. Yeah, I think this is going to go an enormous way for the cat community. I think this is fantastic. Yeah. This is the first time of not only cats showing more than utmost, the utmost contempt towards humans, mm-hmm. but actually saving one's life. I think this cat needs to be the spokesperson for all cats. Well, I think, honestly, at the same time, too, I'm, I'm a little concerned that this isn't enough. Um, and yeah. the reason I'll say that is I literally, on the way to work this morning, broke up a legitimate cat fight. There was <laughs> across the road from my house, yeah. our next-door neighbour's cat, his name's Oscar, and yeah. he was going to town on another cat. Really? And they sound so angry at each other yeah. when they're doing that. They're like... Rrr, rrr, and I was yeah. like, God. I, I actually got my torch out of my car and shone it yeah. over the street because I was like... If he's been hit by a car or something, you want like to I'm probably go and help him out if I yeah. can or get him to a vet. But yeah, no, he was just there was another cat just brawling. They were just brawling, just standing his territory. Like, ah, get out of it! Yeah. So maybe it's just their general attitude. Maybe it's even towards other cats. Yeah, I mean yeah. they have to mate eventually. That's how we get kittens and mm-hmm. stuff. But like, so they must enjoy each other to an extent. To an extent. Yeah. But at the same time, it just seems like cats were put on this earth to not enjoy anyone's company. I think, and this is very much, uh, while I agree with what you're saying, a, a good tide turning moment. You're correct. Mm. Um, does it make more sense than Skippy? Because Skippy was pretty weird. The fact that we had a kangaroo that would alert people to problems. Is a cat easier for the world to get behind? Or is a kangaroo more delightful? Because I want to put my eggs in only one other basket. We've got dogs already. Of course, that makes a lot of sense. Lassie, you know, Old Yeller, all those things. But if we're going to pick another animal that can help someone theoretically stuck down a well, do we want a cat or do we want a kangaroo? Because I I can only get invested in one. They're saying that the cat meowed and, like, followed them. I never understood how, like, we're in Skippy, how, because he'd go like this... Yeah. Like, how do they ever hear him say anything? Like, yeah, you and they it? understand him as well. They're like, that's right, Skip, you are. <laughs> the, the, the kitty's stuck down the well. Have you heard an annoying cat, though? <laughs> I think I prefer... At least you hear the cat. Yeah. Well, that's a, <laughs> actually, that's a good point. This is what I mean. Skip's been sitting there for 20 minutes going... 
What? What? Skip? That man in the crowd has yeah. a gun? Yeah. I can't hear yeah. you. I can't hear a thing you're saying. You've been telling me for 30 minutes. I can't hear a thing you're saying. <laughs> Producer Mike is joining us because he has a bit of tech news this morning. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Actually, you know what? That wasn't exciting enough. <laughs> Producer Michael has some tech news this morning. Yay. Here we go. Let's get straight into it. <laughs> uh, so, the people at Microsoft who make... Everything. Microsoft um, stuff. <laughs> yeah. They also do Xboxes, yep. obviously. But the Xbox brand is allegedly, now this isn't confirmed, but <laughs> there are leaks of an Xbox toaster. I have seen this before. I want to say that I think this is BS because I have seen this before. Apparently it like makes eggs as well or something. This was the version I saw like a few years ago. Would you remember how like KFC came out with their own like little console that like fried chicken and also you could play video games on it? I think the reason I I do remember that and the reason I'm saying this might be BS or it might not be is maybe this was a joke and Microsoft has gone actually let's just make this Why would we not? There's so much interest in it let's make it. And it'd be pretty easy I mean from what they usually make like chips and hardware and stuff, computers or whatever. Making a toaster has got to be like, <laughs> yeah, it's, pretty easy, I'd imagine. It's on the easy thing, and it wouldn't be the first kitchen appliance that Xbox have made. They've made a fridge before. Yeah, there we go. They've so made a really? like fridge. I reckon yeah. they've probably bought a fridge and whacked the logo on it. But that's yeah, probably, probably what, yeah. probably what they've done. Oh, it's like a mini fridge that you can put your like your your energy drinks in and stuff next to your thing. And on a hot day, if your yeah. Xbox is overheating, whack that in the fridge. <laughs> yes. But here's the question I have yeah. for you, right? What? company mm-hmm. springs to mind quickly that it could make a really good product that they're not making. Yeah. I actually think, and I think it's because Dyson sort of copy a similar brand structure in terms of like their marketing, at least in my head, it hits me the same way. Yeah. I think Apple could make a really good hair straightener. Ooh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Very I see looking. That. You see what I'm yeah. saying? I think Apple could make a really good hair dryer. Yeah. I think Apple could get into that sphere and I would buy into it. I'd be like, yeah, they probably made a really good one of them actually. I think Goodyear uh, tires yeah. would make a very good shoe. Because they like know about souls and stuff, and like walking. have you just taken that idea from Dunlop Volleys? Because Dunlop oh, make tires. Yeah, oh, there <laughs> we I think, go. Yeah, I think the Michelin man should steal Dunlop Volleys' yeah. idea. <laughs> Dunlop could make shoes. Yeah, I think. Yeah. What about forks then? Cutlery, plastic forks. You know, I reckon could do a good good set of them. Yeah. For some reason, Ford. I think a car manufacturer could make really nice cutlery. Nice cutlery, yeah. yeah. They're doing a lot of stuff with metal already. And that's like why, a, like yeah. a Mercedes spoon. Yeah. A Mercedes or an Aston spoon knife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James Bond would use that all the time. Yeah, he would, yeah, he would actually. <laughs> what do you think, Mike? Have you got anything that's spring to mind? This is a really bizarre question. Yeah. But mm. I think you're either going to have answers on it or you're not. Yeah. I am struggling. I think. I th- okay, okay, I think PlayStation yep. could make some really good, like, sports. Equipment, yeah, oh, okay. like, okay. Like, 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 like tennis rackets, yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that. PlayStation tennis racket. Yeah, yeah I get yeah. into that. I think LG for some reason, just because they make so much stuff, I think yeah. LG could make really good fish tanks. Oh, okay, I'm buying yeah, yeah. Like into it, like, mm. you know, like how stuff, they had yeah. the fridges with the internet in them, yeah. and they seem to be like one of the first companies to do that. I'm thinking yeah. a fish tank where the glass does that frosted glass thing. You yeah. push a button and the fish gets some privacy. <laughs> I don't think ne- fish need... As a matter of fact, I think that would scare them all to death. So there you go. <laughs> Xbox yeah. making toasters yeah. and Apple making hair dryers. It's an exciting <laughs> announcement this morning. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.